That's the end slide. Yeah, right. Okay, after this. Oh, right, I see what you mean. Oh my god. <laughs> And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Hello and welcome to the Service Monster Show. Today we're joined by Michael, Adam, and Mary, and uh, we've got a handful of things. We're going to try to blaze through it, but we want to touch on some of the great things that the team has done here on the Service Monster product, working hard for you guys. And then at the end, a couple little uh, Christmas presents of some things that we're working on for next year. But before we do all of that, Adam, what are we talking about today? Yeah, so last year, I'm sure all of you fondly remember the uh, the beard episode, uh, the tragedy. Did a, we did kind of like a top 10 countdown, uh, reflecting on what we um, have changed, uh, what was new to the both the desktop and mobile, and really just kind of trying to carry that momentum forward. And also kind of with that message of, you know, it is kind of nice Make sure you guys take, it doesn't have to be a ton of time, but take that moment of reflection to see how much you've grown, especially in a year like this with everything that's happened with, with COVID. I'm sure a lot of you have had peaks and valleys. There's a lot of struggles you've had to deal with and you've made it through. If you're listening to this, you know, you've made it through that. And it's important, I think, to take note of that um, as you continue your journey of growth, right? So with that said, um, this year, it's not really a top 10 list. Um, we had a lot of both medium and large kind of feature sets. And I really had a hard time narrowing down to 10. So um, Michael was joking. I'm patting myself on the back a little bit there, I guess. But um, we really do feel like we, we brought a lot of things and we're excited for the things to come, the little nugget at the end that we'll have for you guys. So this is in no particular order. We'll just kind of go through. And if you guys aren't familiar with the feature sets, Mary is going to do kind of a, a quick little walkthrough and show those off uh, for the ones that are easy to, to screen share. So without further ado, let's get this started. So we're going to start with uh, the 6.5.0 kind of UI overhaul. And this actually happened back in March, um, which, like I had mentioned, this is nine months. It's crazy. This, the time has flown that fast. Um, but there were just a slew of changes, just one of the biggest releases we've ever had um, outside of, you know, the actual uh, brand new software versions. But we had the whole navigator um, is brand new. The added easier navigation just to create a new account, new order, new activity, new appointment. We added kind of easier access to that on the home pages as well as other areas in the app as well. We added an improved user profile menu. So that little um, in the upper right-hand corner, kind of just uh, being able to uh, reset your password really quickly. If you're an admin or a manager, you can really easily kind of check the subscription and, and uh, you can kind of view your profile. So just some really quick things there. You can also change your themes, um, which is another big uh, thing that we added. We added a dark mode and a light mode on top of the classic. The dark mode in particular has been a huge win. Um, I don't know if it's just ice train, if it's just the fact that it's kind of just a more modern kind of look, but people have really kind of complimented us on that. And we appreciate I'm, that. I'm amazed at how many people have jumped into using a theme other than the blue default. Yeah. Like, I, and cause we get support screenshots all the time screenshots on Facebook, screenshots in email, support tickets, like whatever. And, and some of our support agents are doing screen shares, right? Lots of dark theme everywhere. So um, very cool. It, it, it was one of the more difficult things to do. And we weren't sure about the ROI, if you guys would really use it and buy into it. But without a doubt, we're seeing a lot of you guys take advantage of those themes. Um, so 
we thank you for that, for, for you using that portion of the app and making us feel good about the effort that it took. Absolutely. The other big, big thing um, that came from this was we added dashboards and little kind of actual submenus, um, homepages to like the accounts page, the leads page, the orders page, the, the you know the scheduling page. All of those have their own little kind of sub homepages now, and they have new dashboards. And a couple of them in particular, such as the appointment bookings, which lets you know how much of the month you actually booked out, how much is remaining, kind of lights that fire under you. Um, the Recurring revenue in the accounts section kind of lets you know how much you have um, booked as far as contracts and to recurring appointments. Um, repeat rate is always a big one that's now super easy to read right on the accounts page. Um, and the margin, while there, there's still some pieces that are coming that involve the margin, um, being able to view that average margin rate if you're using inventory items and things of that nature. So we also have a brand new homepage, right? The version 2.0, um, it's very dashboard heavy. Um, it's much easier to kind of view uh, certain things all, all at a glance rather than having to dive into it. And it still gives you those quick action uh, pieces. It also gives us a great way to show kind of what's new, right? That what's new section. So if we have a release, it's, we want to make sure that, that gets into your hands so you guys know what is new. Um, and when we have podcast episodes like this, anything that we can get to just kind of help you um, kind of see that and get that value from those. So, And just touching real quick on the recent change to the what's new and the placement within the home screen itself. Uh, we rearranged things, right? So uh, we've got a feedback from a couple vocal people. We know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, yes, I think the overall layout is much better and much more task driven. So that's good. Yeah. Um, we already mentioned the, the themes that that's been a huge, huge piece. Um, there's also this one kind of went under the radar a little bit, even though right when it came out, obviously it was new, but the uh, grid improvements, um, the grid over was completely overhauled. And when we say grid, any of those um, sections like the account list, the lead list, the order list, anything that looks like that is what we call a grid. Um, and there are a bunch of changes we made um, to make them, you know, more advanced and, and snappier. But also just being able to do things like auto size adjust, kind of like, uh, you know, Google Sheets. You can just double click the size of, of the column. You can adjust that. And we also split out and made the advanced menu navigation a lot more clean and kind of separated. Right. So you can turn that on or off if you want to be adding or removing columns. The entire column selector was was updated. The UI for that. Um, it's easier to export to CSV. It's also easier to create a custom grid view. So if you're not sure what I mean by all this, don't worry. Mary's going to show some of this here right in just a sec. The last thing that I think kind of gets forgotten about because so many things were changed in 6.5, but we had the marketing wizard added as well. So um, this was a big thing that, that Joe um, was oh, kind yeah. of the, the, <laughs> he was kind of the, the one driving that is the marketing wizard that was in five was completely updated. And we added a bunch of just kind of basic functionality so that you can just create basic campaigns with almost zero thought. Um, and it's also much easier to create the ones that you do want to make those little edits to. Um, but it's a much easier process now to kind of start and build those campaigns. So um, so with that, I know that was a lot all at once. I kind of jumped, I lumped all of that together. It's like six or seven big things. Uh, Mary, do you just want to kind of really quickly touch on just a couple of those? 
Yeah, sure. So just again, going over navigation on the left-hand side menu being updated, also including help links with all of the categories. This is one I always want to highlight. Um, so, you know, say if you want to see all of your help articles that connect with accounts, you can hop right to the help page associated with that. Um, and, you know, checking out these dashboards. Again, we can access the themes by clicking on the icon in the upper right-hand corner and changing your theme here. So make sure to check those out if you haven't already. Uh, hopping over to say our account list here to highlight the grid updates. So here again, we can drag and drop to adjust the size of our grids here and go in depth with choosing what columns are included or not. And then also within marketing, we do have that campaign wizard, which is such an awesome and much easier way to start setting up the filters for building your campaigns and is a great process for kind of making that easy. I totally forgot I built that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it was I'm such a totally fan. <laughs> erased from my brain. And I have a whole other side to do too, to yep. automate the creation of basic drip campaigns. Mm -hmm. There's so, also another bit of that that we'll be teasing here in a yeah, second. We'll be too. talking about <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next thing, since Mary just kind of talked about the help, I really wanted to kind of address this too. Self-help in general. Um, we've, taken huge leaps forward this year and there's more more coming which mary is kind of spearheading but the first off there's the brand new website the new help site that we launched july i think july um I think so yeah and i made a joke here it's you know like 10 bajillion percent better than it was we've made great strides i feel like here um it's easier to search and find what you need and we also have like mary pointed out links directly from service monster to the pertinent help article so you guys can find what you need to find faster we also added the in-app training lessons which is part of 6.5 but i wanted to mention it here because it all kind of is, is conveyed in that self-help umbrella um but yeah, you can you can view le training lessons within the app and see either Joe or myself or Mary showing you how to go through some basic processes to kind of get you kind of that ball rolling on some of these these feature sets. And every new release that we have that has a new feature set will have help lessons to show you how those feature sets work, um, as well as just building a general library, you know, to expand upon that. So there's a lot more coming there. If you guys haven't checked them out, go ahead and do so. Uh, if you have viewed all of them, then don't worry, there's more coming. So. We also added a new trial experience, and I'll just kind of breeze through that because for the most of you, if you're already a user, it doesn't really matter anymore for you. But we've really expanded kind of when someone comes in and they're a new trial user, just making it simpler, right? Just kind of getting in, understanding, you know, what you're going to be using to log in in the future, getting some help stuff just right there in their in their in their in their, in their hands, so to speak, right at the start. Um, well, this just, certainly just, helps for new employees too, right? I mean, right. if you have yep. a as you're growing your business, one of the things that's tough is getting new employees in and having them have to learn all of these different systems that you use to do their job properly. And so the easier it is for someone to sit down and explore and learn service monster, the quicker those employees who are working either on mobile in the field or on your desktop in your office are going to be off and running because the program will help guide them towards standard operating procedures and best practices. That's right, a really so. good point, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And one other thing to kind of note on this, because um, this is brand new, is we found a way to, and I'm kind of 
piggybacking onto the getting new employees in and understanding the company ID has been something that has plagued uh, some of you guys for a long time, especially on the mobile front, because the phones themselves cannot remember that password, right? The, the, the app isn't recognized by Samsung or Apple or whatever. Well, we have found a way. It's already active on desktop. You guys have probably noticed, and it's coming on mobile, like literally in the next day or two when this release comes out. But it will remember now your most recently entered company ID. So all of you guys, especially when you're new and you're having trouble remembering that company ID, well, it's going to be auto-filled for you now. So big, big win there. Um, Mary, do you just kind of want to show the in-app training lessons really quick? Just kind of show where they are and that home dashboard shows the progress? Yeah. So right here on the home screen, we can see in this training section, we have a couple of different kind of basic ones. So our data import, uh, creating a new account, creating a new order, and we have our percent bar right here. So you can see your progress as you go through those. Then to access the rest of the trainings, either right here, you can click more lessons and you can see that full list here and you'll get a little check mark to let you know anytime that you complete one or so you can go that way. Or as well is if you click on the little carrot icon next to home here and click on training, that'll take you to the same page. So you can either view just by all lessons, by a specific course, or by releases as well. Very cool. Yeah, and the big win there was really the release of the platform itself. Yep. Because this is homegrown and we had to create all of the supporting tools that go with it so that Mary and Adam could create and myself could create these in-app lessons and then plug them into the system easily. Um, so that was, that was flexing that and getting that all working and at least dialed into where we're happy with it for what we're trying to do, which is communicate some of the basics of a feature set. We're not trying to educate you in depth. These videos are usually really short. It's, Hey, did you know that there was a thing? Here's the button. Here's some fields you might want to know about. And there's a help system that you can go take a look at and, and dive deeper. So that's the end game that we're playing here. And that library over time should grow significantly. So yeah. stay up to date by processing through releases, right? So when you notice that there's a new release out, go look into the lesson plan and then go look, you know, sort it by releases and then see what, is new for that release. Sometimes it takes us a little bit after the release to get some videos plugged in. So don't take the release date as this is what they have for videos on this release. So just be aware of that. We'll be adding usually within the next week or two after release, and then it'll taper down as we work on other projects. So um, be mindful of that. But we try our best to document some of the more important and impressive features that will actually help you in your business. Absolutely. The next two items uh, kind of cover, they fall under the account window. Um, one that's been something that's been kind of requested for a while. And it's really, we've, we almost came up with this apparently when six was launched, but it kind of got shelved for a little bit, um, but adding the account tags, so just being able to quickly add tags, you can, you know, do some marketing uh, campaigns, kind of the filtering off of that. And also just general kind of organization, um, because we added not only the way to you know, add the tags on the account itself, but also there's just a tag section. You can just kind of go there, see which, uh, which accounts are tagged with what and kind of, you know, maneuver there. And, and it just kind of helps with that organization. And it's much more universally understood than maybe like the account type, account subtype, 
um, kind of process. So we added that. We also added the, a brand new page on the account itself. And we call it the account overview. It's the new default page for the accounts. And it just kind of lays out everything that's happening, right, with, with that particular client and makes it easier to discern kind of action items and things like that. Not you, Adam. Justin, there we go. <laughs> Justin may have brought the screen up. Mary was not prepared for it. So we were looking at an order and not an account. Now we're looking at an account. <laughs> um so with the account overview, yeah, it just kind of has that uh, complete breakdown of the client itself. Um, it's all of your pertinent kind of dashboard information is off on the left. You're able to kind of see if they have any unpaid invoices, uh, any open work orders, estimates you might be working on, activities you might have, if they have contracts, recurring appointments. It also has kind of quick little um, kind of visual things. Like if they're a prospect, it'll show um, that uh, that bar there is yellow, whereas the customer is blue. We have your standard residential commercial kind of green or blue up at the top. Um, you have access to their site information and such. And you have everything on the right-hand side. So you can have this page open and turn on the news feed over on the right Um and you can see everything that's happened within that account. It's kind of that bird's eye view, right? Whereas if you're on any other page, you really kind of have to focus on the dashboard most likely rather than the newsfeed. So this allows you to do everything at once. And then if you need to make edits to something, you still have that details page, um, which is kind of the original homepage. So um, really, really happy with the way that that page turned out. Um, we're still, still getting feedback from all of you because it's only been a few months since that came out. But um, really want to dial that in and make it as, as perfect as possible for you guys because that, that's our goal, right? So um, do you want to kind of show the account tags or did you already do that while I was talking? Uh, I don't know for sure if it was covered when you were talking, but I can quickly touch over it. Sure. Um, it's, a, it's a very cool and important <laughs> feature. I Yeah, let's spend a minute on it. Yeah, so the account tags are super handy if you've done any marketing campaigns with us and found maybe our custom fields are a little bit too limiting when it comes to building an audience and you want to be a bit more specific with who you're trying to reach out to, the account tags are a great tool for this. So basically, uh, in the lower left-hand corner of the account overview page, there's a little tags box down here and you'll see I already have some tags entered in here. But tags are basically a word or phrase that you can attach to an account uh, that you can later use as a filter for a marketing campaign. So some examples I have here are marking that it's an apartment that they're in, they have a cat or pets, uh, that they're a VIP customer. And to add in a tag, all that you have to do is start typing. So say I want to add in that I've done some carpet cleaning work for them. So as I've started typing, if I've used this tag before, I can simply click on it as it appears here and it will be added or I can create a new tag just sorry. by typing it out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Justin, can you remove Mary's video because she's immediately over the tag area and no one can see what she, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Everybody was really confused. <laughs> and, um, but there in the lower left hand area, you can see what she was talking about. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. So again, as I'm typing, if it's something I've used before, it'll show up as an option that I can select, or I can make a brand new tag by typing it out and then clicking enter. And that makes a new tag for me. And I can see my full list of tags by clicking manage tags here, and that'll give me the full list. And then I can view what accounts have each tag as well. 
Uh, you can also view that, as you can see on the left-hand side there, there's a section, a subsection of the account that has just called tags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And the cool thing about it is that you can then target those via your filtering options in either your custom views on grids or in your marketing campaign. So imagine, if you will, you had an email drip campaign set up for anyone who had the tag VIP. And simply adding that tag to an account would, or could, I should say, immediately place them in that drip campaign. Uh, And then you take them out by removing the tag. So very powerful feature in terms of filtering, uh, marketing, and like Mary said, building individual audiences within your larger database of clients and prospects. Absolutely. Uh, the next two we'll be able to kind of gloss over pretty quickly. Um, the first one will start, and Mary, maybe if you want to follow me, I guess, as I kind of talk about this, we can save some time. Um, but we overhauled our self-import process. So now you can, you've always been able to self I shouldn't say always, but for a while you've been able to self-import a CSV file. But it was a little bit cumbersome. Uh, there was a lot of times where users needed to roll back because it just wasn't fully understood what they were doing. It's much easier now. You can easily choose between accounts or products and services or a price list that you're importing. Um, and it's it's much more, I feel like, intuitive as far as what you're um, actually importing. But the bigger win is that now you guys don't have to wait for us to push the button. You can uh, self-import QuickBooks online. All you have to do is make sure that your QuickBooks account is connected. Um, and then once that is synced up, you can just begin the import. You can also kind of choose if there's a date range or particular, um, maybe you only want to import the last year of data or something like that. You can also do that as well. So you no longer have to wait for us to push the button. Uh, we also gave you access to roll back your own imports within a certain time period um, so that you know if you made a mistake, you can roll that back and try again. Right? You can view your import history, how long it's been, and so forth. So. Really, really excited about that. We also added new security rules. So this one is a little bit um, more difficult to kind of show outside of maybe the agents. If you want, if you have an agent uh, account, you want to log into. But we've added a few. We added the laborer role um, for mobile, which is a super stripped down version, hides prices, um, things of that nature. Um, don't show it quite yet, Justin. Um, the other one is the Technician Plus role, which we added um, to kind of be a bridge. We had the older Technician app, and we added some things to that because, well, to be fair, um, the the Mobile 3 app, the older mobile app, was lacking in some ways. It wasn't super intuitive to use, and a lot of you guys had moved to the Technician app and wanted more functionality out of it that really wasn't in the scope of what that app was designed to do. And so when we changed to the new mobile app, some of the technicians uh, had gotten used to using some of those kind of more advanced features. And so we added this technician plus role, which kind of bridges that gap and gave them access to a couple of those things if you wanted them to. The last thing we did, and then we've, this was one we've had a lot of um, a lot of pushback on for a while, is getting the agent and agent limited roles that are in our legacy version of Service Monster into SM6. And so that came out, what, six weeks ago, give or take. Um, so Agent Agent Limited are now able to log in to Service Monster. And now, Justin, if you want to swap to Mary, she can kind of show you what that looks like. <laughs> she says no. No? no okay. I'm not ready Sorry. Yet. Okay. I'm having. 
we're I, I love this and, and you guys are watching the production live we're gonna have to come up with some sort of a signaling way behind the scenes when justin's got a person you know <laughs> exactly it's it's just that simple so yeah no kidding okay. <laughs> do, you, do you not have a user created mary I, I do now okay <laughs> she gave the thumbs up i think okay. that was a yeah. real okay. yeah yeah so we're signed into an agent account now so you can see they have a bit more of a simplified home page here they can see any activities that are assigned to them their appointments for the day create a new account order appointment or activity and you can see their side navigation menu here is uh, much smaller much more limited compared to the um, administrative view yeah and actually the my activities thing out of this um, was not a view that we had in our normal activities grid so we actually added that among some others to like the general activity list if you go to the activity list here um mary mm -hmm. And go to a little view drop down. There's a bunch down at the bottom that are just things that are assigned to you specifically. So you can use that if you're an admin manager, agent, or so on, um, if you prefer the grid view to the panel view. So nice. Um, before we get into mobile, there were a couple other things I wanted to touch base on. These will not be something we'll be able to screen share really, um, but we wanted to bring them up in case they affected you guys. One is this kind of happened on a whim actually with the, one of our senior devs and uh, our, one of our main front end devs. The Google Calendar Sync um, improvements. Um, we spent two to three weeks total on this um, and just completely refactored how that integration works and behaves. And so some of you who had a fairly large number of routes um, that were connected to Google Calendar were suffering from performance issues and other things like that um, when you were on your schedule within Service Monster. And we kind of found a way, there, I shouldn't say we, um, the, those two devs I mentioned um, kind of on a whim found a way to refactor the connection and improve that. And so far it's been working beautifully. So it massively sped up um, how that integration behaves. You don't have to you know, be lagged or delayed when you're on your schedule. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of a big, just kind of performance and usability upgrade there. The other big thing, and there's more to come on this, was updated the Zapier connection. Um, that same senior dev worked on, he added the account ID, order ID, and appointment ID lookup. So you can kind of set up secondary, find up sneeze there, sorry. Find up, you can um, link up secondary triggers and things like that. And you can look up either the account ID, order ID, or appointment ID as you need to kind of expand on those zaps and make them much more detailed. Um, there is more coming to this, especially we want to launch on their newer platform. Um, but so we're just trying to get out of beta. So the more of you guys, they get hooked up the faster we can do that. And so if you guys are curious about Zapier, go ahead and let us know and we'll shoot you the information. And now certainly last, but certainly not least just some things that have been on mobile. Um, this year of mobile, we've done a bunch of just small polish little features here or there. Um, bug things here or there that I can't really mention in something like this. We're doing a ton of that, um, but I just wanted to mention a few of the larger things that we've added over the last year since Ethan took over in, what, March? Again, does that sound right? Yeah, I was going to ask you when he took over, I, was it, it was before that even? Well, it was, it was before we locked down. It was right at the end of February when Brian left, so. 
Oh, was it really? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> but yeah, Ethan's been doing a great job. Um, some of the things that we've we've done, first and foremost, you guys don't know this, but there was a huge React Native update that we had to do right when Ethan took over, which was <laughs> kind of a kind of a hey, welcome to the team. Have this um, up for him. But yeah, there's no way we could communicate that to the. Right. <laughs> you know, it's uh, maybe if you um, someone replaced your truck mount with a completely different truck mount and didn't label anything and you had to go and do rug cleaning that day. That might be close to what except that that relearning um, comes with a bunch of reeducating our code, not just ourselves. And so. It's usually a very big effort, but uh, he was able to muddle through it. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'll save the biggest feature for last. It's my favorite thing that he's added. Um, but so we improved the site selection um, when you're on any of the order forms, like a new order form, the quick add. The site selection is much easier to work with now. We also overhauled the entire site page. That was the last big thing that Brian did before he had moved on. Um, we redesigned the notes field. So, the prevents accidental edits, um, easier to understand what you're editing, when you're editing, and so forth. Um, we added order activities, which is a big thing that I know a lot of you guys use as kind of an ongoing note if you have multi-day projects or kind of an estimate and job you know, workflow, kind of things like that, that you can pass the order activity from tech to tech. Um, so we added that to the mobile app. Um, we added basic tablet functionality, which was something I know some of you guys had wanted for a long time. But yeah, the screen rotates. It looks relatively polished as far as when you're moving from piece to piece. And there's still more coming on the tablet front. Yeah, let's let's not. This was our first, like, is it usable right. on the tablet? Um, and now we have some projects lined up, you know, little Christmas present, I guess, here, um, which we've talked about before. But having a landscape tablet schedule view that's designed for a landscape tablet schedule view yep. and then um an inspection form that would be a portrait view inspection form that you go in and you basically create an estimate by going through an inspection and giving your client a kind of a good better best setup allowing them to turn on and off individual suggestions kind of like what you might see at an automotive shop right so um it's been in my head for a long time and we're finally going to be able to get to it i think this year which is very cool yeah the last big thing and it's one of the reason i saved this for last is because i really 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 have in, i've loved this feature ever since i first saw it and thought about it um but the day view now allows you to view multiple routes at the same time and it's very easy to toggle between the routes, between the resources. So when I, when I say resources, I mean like route tags. So you can you know tag a route as, hey, this particular route handles carpet cleaning and also tile and grout cleaning, whereas the others might only be focused on carpet, right? So you could then grab the resources. If someone's looking for a tile and grout job, you can only you know search for the routes that only do that particular work. Um, and so that is something, I don't know if you were able to screen share that. Did you have that set up, Mary? Uh, if not, attempted. that's totally okay. <laughs> I can try and show it again here. Mobile is a little bit more difficult to screen yep. share, especially on demand. Oh, oh perfect. Look at that. that was the wrong one. Mm -hmm. 
So had to had to pre-record some video for that. <laughs> don't worry, it's not a big deal. Um, if you guys, if you go to your schedule, uh, you're on the day view. Uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to select multiple routes. There we go. Boom. You can see those side by side. You want to go into the menu there, Mary. Show them what that looks like. Perfect. And you can easily select the my routes, so routes that you're assigned <laughs> to, or um, you know everyone else's. So. Perfect. Not sure what's so funny. I don't know what I missed. Well, you made a direction, but the it was a video. It wasn't live, but yeah. the <laughs> response and the video you know answered your question. That's hilarious. Mary just looked hilarious. Like, oh, perfect. Look at that. Yeah, that's right. Like you planned it out. a genius. <laughs> exactly. Man. Like she thought about it ahead of time. That's so. funny. <laughs> oh, Mary's my. videos remind me. Remember that character Radar on MASH? Oh, yeah. Every mm. single time I watch a video that you do, Mary, it's like, oh, we should. And then there you do. <laughs> and I'm like a thought pops into my head about, oh, this would be a good opportunity. And she just took that opportunity to. It's so good. So Aww. you guys should watch more of her videos are amazing. You guys really should. Um, th- yes. Don't want to toot her horn too much. She might blush on camera here, but uh, she's been doing a great job. So. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, with that said, uh, you know, there were a bunch of other small and medium level features I wanted to discuss. We've already been chatting here for half an hour. So, I mean, I could go on. Um, I'm sure you guys want to know, though, about some of those sneak peek things that Joe hinted at at the beginning. So 2021 is going to be a big year for us. Uh, I can already tell you that. There are a couple of things that are kind of on the precipice, though, that we wanted to kind of tease a little bit. Um, first would be FMS, the fill my schedule, both custom fronts and kind of self-help slash self-editing. So this is something that we've been wanting to add for a long time. It's nearing completion, uh, both on the kind of the eight step um, setup and also just general kind of campaign editing, right? So really excited to get that in your guys' hands. It's also going to have a whole new homepage for FMS for non-users. So you guys can kind of get a better idea of what that feature is. We're also um, going to do some credit card updates. Um, one, one of those things includes Square integration, which I know is something that a, a pretty decent handful of you um, are definitely chomping at the bit for. But it also has other interesting things, such as being able to um, kind of set up automated payments, you know, a, a la contracts, things like that. Uh, being able to better easily kind of edit and work with the credit card information. So if you need to delete a credit card from an account or things like that. Or um, add a credit card to an account without processing a charge. Right. Right. So, you know, basic maintenance record keeping stuff around credit cards. Now, just to be clear, because there's some confusion and people sometimes will ask for PCI compliance to service providers and they're not fully understand what that is. And then they'll start to do some research and kind of freak out a little bit. Um, we don't do any credit card storage. So Service Monster doesn't need to be PCI compliant because we're not we're not doing the transaction. We're handing that information over to the transaction takers. What are the gateways? Sometimes the gateways and the merchants are the same in case like Stripe or Square. Um, sometimes you can separate the two, right? You can use authorized.net as a gateway to thousands of merchants, including most often your bank, and get really good rates that way. In all those cases, if there's any storage done of the credit card, 
or information. It's done by those bodies. So let's say Stripe, for instance, the credit card stored on Stripe servers, we get a key. All that key gives us the ability to do is after authenticating with Stripe, we can use that key to then process additional charges. So we no longer have access to it either. So that removes not only our um, need for PCI compliance licensing, but it removes yours as well. When you start physically storing credit card numbers, like on Post-it notes and in Word documents, technically you are violating PCI compliance. Don't do that. And when you put those credit card numbers directly in Service Monster, like on a note field or something, you are violating PCI compliance. At no point does Service Monster have any responsibility because on both ends, we're just passing information along from one entity to another through secured channels using their best practices. So um, keep that in mind. So if somebody asks you PCI compliance and you know you're not storing credit cards at all, then the answer is yes. Yeah, of course we're PCI compliant. You don't need to have the compliance. We're not storing credit. Well, what about the vendors you use? Well, my CRM stores it with the merchant. The merchant, they have PCI compliance. Stripe and Square do. And you can point to that documentation as supporting for your business. Sorry, well, I didn't so, want to go too deep there. but No, no. It's <laughs> all good stuff. Um, the last bit is something that will excite a lot of people who are listening. Um, SMS or text message marketing, um, adding that to the campaign wizard and such. There will be caveats. Um, and it's important that you guys are, you know, <laughs> abiding by the law when you're doing these things. Um, so, but uh, SMS marketing is coming. So, yeah, I mean, in the end deal there is we're just going to ask you to use your own SMS pipeline. Right? We yep. won't give you access to Service Monsters SMS pipeline. Likewise, I keep threatening this change, but we will have it. Um, SMTP and marketing pipelines will be separated. So coming in, you won't be able just to get a service monster account and do marketing straight away without hooking anything up. If you want to send marketing material out, you'll have to use your own SMTP email service because our I want to keep our pipeline much more pure. So you can use those for transactional things with clients that aren't going to say, hey, you're, you're spamming me. So same thing with SMS. We'll have the default SMS for client communication knowing that the better option is to get your own because that allows for clients to text you back and it keeps your pipeline your pipeline, which means we can let you then go ahead and do whatever you want on that pipeline. So if you want to set up a drip campaign and hit all of your clients, you know, once a week, like a prospect list, then there you go. It's on your own SMS pipeline and your repercussions are boxed now, right? We call that separation of concerns. So but I'm excited to get that too because it's something that has been talked about a lot. Why doesn't Service Monster have basically SMS Blast? And uh, it's coming. There you go. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, if, if, you know, Joe and I could talk and get ourselves in trouble about other things we have planned, but just know 2021 is. It's going to be a big year. There's going to be a lot of big things. I think you guys are going to be super excited to get in your hands and we're excited to get them to you. So, well, what about um, how many trackers total did we do in 2020? Do you even know that number? Uh, I mean, I could, I could tell you, but it's in, it's in the couple of thousands range. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely in the high hundreds, right up to maybe 2000, I, 2000 might be pushing it, but 
Well, our, know, our tracker. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's more than it's more than fifteen hundred. I know because I was looking at that a few months ago. So. That's incredible. That's incredible. So yeah, same. You know, same as next year. It'll just be on cooler shit because <laughs> we already did the boring stuff. We did that last year, <laughs> right? So we're really excited. Um, didn't we have one more, Adam? No, the, those are the big three. The, um, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm gonna keep myself mom. We'll keep that. Up. There's so <laughs> many. We could talk about it all day. There's so many good things. <laughs> but I could. We just. We did two. No, we also so my schedule about FMS, and then the credit card stuff. You the credit card stuff. Dang, wow, I was doing <laughs> that in pre prep too. You really did need to get that credit card. Just like <laughs> top on my forehead. Wow. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned at the intro, I do think it's just kind of, we wanted to highlight this in case some of you guys have missed some of the feature sets. I think it just has a nice kind of end of year thing. You know, people talk about New, year, New Year's resolutions, things that they want to change. Well, it's also important to kind of just, like I said, look back, take that moment, realize how far you've come. Um, kind of, you don't necessarily have to give yourself a pat on the back if you want to, but just kind of take that moment and use it on your journey of growth. So. That's all I got. Um, we can move on to some service monster news. So I, I mentioned uh, mobile release. Uh, we were talking about the company ID. Well, 1.3.9 was pushed. It started its rollout today for Android. Um, and so it'll be uh, fully across the board, iOS and Android, um, probably by the beginning of next week, uh, depending on how fast kind of that rollout process goes. We what we usually roll out to a small number of people, kind of, kind of stagger it so we can make sure there's nothing critical. Um, that goes on as far as crashes and such. But uh, yeah, those full release notes will be on the help site. Um, There are multiple changes to the trial uh, for you guys who are um, current users. We also made it much more obvious to um, new employees who are signing in for the first time. They don't have to create their own account, right? They just need to get their information from you. So we added some some steps to that to make that a lot more clear, um, avoid any kind of confusion there. And yeah, there's some new order form improvements that are coming down the pipeline. Um, you guys will be come seeing soon, but we're excited to get this into your hands. On desktop, we've got a couple of hot fixes that have gone out. You can see those on the release notes. Uh, Mary always updates those when we, when we push those out. So we group them together by major release. And if you guys aren't aware, by the way, so like right now we're on 6.5.4, and then there are multiple kind of sub releases under that. So the, the hot fix items will kind of get added to that, to that major release. Um, you can view that on our help site. There's a release notes section, or you can click that little what's new section on your homepage. We don't have any Entree Joe stuff this week, um, so we're actually able to just jump right into Smug. Uh, we've got a couple of great pieces here. First one came from Katie. Um, says, hello, friends. Is there a way to save a credit card to an account through SM6? Um, and Brenda, uh, one of our support reps, kind of hopped in and said, hey, you know, if you're connecting using Authorizer Stripe, basically once you charge a card, it does get saved, like what Joe was just talking about earlier. We are wanting to look into being able to add a card without that. Um, but right now, if you guys are having issues with that, you can sort of explain to the user, hey, we have to do a $1 charge to you know verify that the card is active. And then once that happens, you can save it to the account. And then you can either remove that dollar from their full invoice uh, down the road or just consider that kind of a credit card fee, whatever process you guys want to set up. But that's how it works right now. And suddenly that policy in those rare cases that you ran into it makes sense. Yep. Oh, they had to run the charge to save the card so that they remain PCI compliant. 
because the system didn't let them just push it in. <laughs> it's likely true. <laughs> um, the next smug post came in from Josh uh, asking if would anyone be willing to share various templates you have created? I have some time. I'm looking for some ideas to inspire myself to create. Thanks in advance. This is actually a really good um, topic. Not everyone has design um, kind of chops and that's nothing against Josh. I hope if you're listening, you understand that Josh, but one of the big things about being in groups like this is that you can pull information from other business owners who might have that or might have worked with a marketing agency or so on and have really great ideas. And this is a good place to kind of pool that. I don't know if he's gotten any replies yet. This just came in um, in the last day or so. Um, But those are good things to ask the group and other groups as well that you guys might communicate with. So um, we always like to highlight those. And if any of you have ideas and maybe you haven't seen the post yet, go help Josh out and see if there's any ideas you might have on the template front. Um, Next one was actually a post from John slash Jack. He goes by both. Um, Love him. He was actually at our symposium that we did uh, a little while back. Um, It says, my head hurts. I just listened to podcast 44, which was actually back in September. And he kind of jokes about that. Um, Holy cow, there's some meat in there. Well, Well, for me anyways, I seem to use the podcast as a filter to see if I want to watch the videos as opposed to being an OO. Um, as being an owner operator, he's saying, um, often many topics, though certainly informative, are often not in my wheelhouse. Well, not this one. Good job. Now off to watch the how-tos in the video format and keep up the good content, sirs. Um, we what was he talking about? He's talking about that particular episode we went through with Mary and went through his uh, Scaling 103 Company Communication was what the episode was. Oh. And we went through a bunch of features and such, some of them new, some of them ongoing, that John slash Jack had not been utilizing. And so... So content relevant to the use of Service Monster instead of the uh, pros that we're sometimes prone to. Exactly. Gotcha. Noted, Jack John. Exactly. (laughs) It's actually one of the reasons why I like doing episodes like this too is oftentimes these features get missed and that's kind of thing that kills both me and Joe. It's like if we get these out there and they bring value and they're not seen, then that's something that, you know, I definitely strive to avoid, right? So the last um, post here, I'm not going to go into any specifics because he went into a bunch of things, but Eric posted kind of his 2021 wish list um, for Service Monster and did a great job. I outlined um, both kind of context when it's needed and just full kind of outlining what he really wants out. Thank of the you software. for taking the time to do those things too. We've got a couple clients who really sit down and spend some time. You can tell and you put it in a Word document and check for spelling errors and make sure the list is clearly communicated. I mean, that takes time and uh, we definitely appreciate the level of time that we recognize out of that feedback. And so Adam is probably going to go through at least in principle, you know, what gets done with that feedback, especially at that level of detail and how much um, it keeps him and I up at night. <laughs> oh, Sir? Yeah. 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 No, that's uh, <laughs> well, the thing that I told them is a lot of these are things that are already actually kind of on both our short list and our general roadmap. Um, but what Joe said is exactly what I was going to highlight. These are the kind of things that if you guys are really passionate about, you know, getting what you believe you need for your company to be successful, um, doing things like this will drastically help that because it shows us 
A, you've taken the time um, to really understand why you're asking for the pieces, um, but it also just outlines it and puts it in a in a kind of group. Because we had probably 15 people chime in on this and all kind of mentioned things that they also prioritize. If you go through that effort and you post it in Smug, piggy, people will piggyback off of that because not everyone knows how to necessarily convey their thoughts and get them into text. And so the leaders who kind of take that, it's really it's really a good step and important thing that I try to gather from you guys as feedback wise. And so we really, really do appreciate it. Like Joe said, and then it becomes so. visible to us when more people participate and they like, and they comment, it tells us, okay, this is a really big issue that we want to make sure yes. that we're paying attention to, or we're breaking up in a way and prioritizing in a way that makes sense. Um, and, and considering the full weight of your guys's feedback on those areas. Yep. Well said. So honestly, Joe, I've, I've done more talking this week than I normally do. It's kind of interesting. Um, Michael but- hasn't said Jack crap. <laughs> I think I've chimed in a couple of times, but just in agreement, but that's okay. I'm just here to support, you know, Adam, Adam sharing all this stuff. It's okay. Michael, this is a Michael good one for you to take a lead on, too. Adam. Yeah. Huh? So I was just saying you help set up the outline and everything that we do for yeah. the podcast too. So yeah. anyone is out there about to, about to say Michael doesn't do enough. I want to just you, know, Not you guys totally know useless. he does a lot, but a lot of behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I got, Joe. Um, hope everyone wish or want to wish everyone you know Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Um, wanted to kind of be a little festive today, so Joe and I put our hats on. But uh, that's all I got. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your attention as we dive into a new year of 2021 filled with all kinds of hope and joy and change and vaccines. And um, maybe we can finally turn this whole thing around and put this crazy ass year behind us. I know the Service Monster team stayed busy and productive that entire time. And um, I, I've just been so impressed with everyone here working hard for you guys. And thank you so much for that feedback. Until next time, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and stay safe.